Good morning, party people. It is May the 16th, 2022 here in Egypt, and the time is 7.54 a.m. How y'all doing? I finally am in a moment where I really have, like, a moment to be with y'all, where there's not a lot of background noise, and um, I'm really, like, still on from the outside in from the inside out I'm still um I want to uh, talk about yesterday May the 15th first of all shout out to my homeboy K Diddy Kurdrick it was his birthday yesterday and last Friday the 13th it was my friend Monica Rockmore High's birthday so the 50 club is happening it's happening live and in living color in living color it's happening so happy birthday friends happy birthday um celebrate your life live your life and take risks that's all i know how to say right now so yesterday was a good day for me um i did everything that i needed to do there were some things that i had said i was going to put to the back and i actually put them to the front And I got a lot done yesterday as far as my job goes, as far as my career as a teacher goes. Um, It was a phenomenal day. I was present all day. Um, There are some things on the back burner of my mind that I am focusing on not worrying about. And yesterday was one of those days where I was literally like, you know what? I'm not going to get another gray hair trying to control something that I have absolutely no control over. It is in... God's hands and that is where it needs to be in those palms but yesterday at the end of the day my last class uh brother Ibrahim I call him brother Ibrahim because Ibrahim is his last name I don't I don't know if a lot of teachers do this or not but I don't I don't I refer to my kids by mr and miss sir Ma'am, so like if your name is um, Boston Kimmons, for instance, I say, you know, Brother Boston or Mr. Kimmons, or he says, Miss Kamika, I say, yes, sir. You know, that's just how I address people. Um, And I really love addressing young people in that way because it it, it allows me to let them know that I really see them and I see where they're they're headed and not where they are, you know. a lot of times, you know, in cultures, we say that a child has their place. And they do to an extent. Um, I don't think kids should listen to adult conversations because adults are not really adults. They're just grown-ass kids. Anyway, Mr. Ibrahim came in class early. Hello, Miss Kamika. And he said, Miss, do you like Israel? And I said, what? I always have to say what, because I I have to make sure that what I'm hearing is what I'm hearing. Israel. Do you like Israel? The place, the country, Israel. I said, I'm not a fan. (laughs) But do you like it, miss? And once again, I said, I'm not a fan. And I'm saying that because, y'all, I don't don't care about Israel. I don't care nothing about, I don't know nothing about Israel. I don't care nothing about Israel. So I'm not a fan, like. But I don't hate the place. I don't know to hate the place. I haven't been taught to hate the place. But I know this. It has something to do with Palestine. (laughs) 
I know that much because when I taught at the Harmony School, where most of my kids were Turkish and war had broken out in Syria, one of my students kept talking about the Israelis. And I, I, I didn't know, y'all. I didn't have a worldview. And I still technically don't. So if you ask me about something that I don't, that I'm not familiar with, my answer is normally, I'm not a fan. So he says, Miss, do you know right now they are killing Muslims for no reason at all in Israel? And this is right after y'all, I had been scrolling. No, 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 no. I said to him, hmm, that's interesting because I said, you see this skin, you see my melanin, you see this skin that I have, this dark skin? I said, people who look like me are dying at the hands of white people who claim to be Christians. So I understand what it's like to be under attack for no reason at all, for your beliefs or for your presence. And he said, yeah, yeah, miss, they're killing my people. (laughs) And then I get home to discover that a young 18-year-old white male nationalist who decided to become a nationalist because he was bored during COVID had walked into a grocery store in Buffalo, New York and killed 10 people injuring two. Specifically a black neighborhood, specifically because they were black, specifically had the word nigger written on the gun that he used to shoot and walked out with the gun to his neck, got on his knees and submitted and was attacked by police, arrested and taken into custody. Now, I normally don't buy into the imagery because I know right now we we definitely are living in dark times y'all we're living in dark times we are living in times where you can't trust the news you can even though this white boy walked in here and killed these black people you can't trust it and let me tell you why because when the police all came in they were all white they were all standing around And they all seem to be observing the outcome of that that particular instance. And we're talking about New York, Buffalo, New York, where and this is the thing. All states in America have black conclaves. They have places where black people exist. They exist in peace. They exist in harmony and they exist at all levels. They have their poor. They have their middle class. They have their lower middle, upper middle class, upper, upper class. They have all of that. And the majority of the people in those enclaves are black. But you can't trust it because all I saw was we're being set up. These niggas want a race war. And by niggas, I mean these white nationalists. They want a race war. They want us to take up arms and they want us to go for what we know. Having no idea what that smoke is like. What I also saw or what I felt was. The thousands and thousands of young people, black, white, Mexican, Jewish, whatever, that watch that, that, that are having that experience, who will someday be the lawmakers, who will someday be the voters, 
And I also had a moment where I was like, the war is not going to be about black and white. The war is going to be about humanity and saving just general humanity. And the majority of the people that are going to be fighting are women. They're going to be women. Because as exhausted as we all are, nobody's more exhausted than the men who are expected to step up and take the reins just because they're men. They're tired. So (laughs) I had to go back and think about that conversation that I had had with Mr. Ibrahim in class that day because I was like, this was a sign. This was a sign that I was headed into learning about this quote unquote mass murder that was happening in Buffalo, New York. This setup, this, this drama, this play that played out in front of us. And now, you know, all we, you know, want to do is pray about it. All we say, you know, there's nothing we can do but pray about it. We got to pray these devils out of here. But guess what, y'all? In Texas, at Southern, Texas Southern University, a young girl recently committed suicide. And she literally said she had gotten disconnected from God. And I don't know if she was, you know, maybe medicated as a child. I don't know what the impetus for that is. But there's a lot of people disconnected from God right now. And I'm not talking about they don't go to church. I'm talking about they don't have a prayer life. They don't have a faith-based life. They don't know what to believe in when there's nothing to believe in. And I think Heavy D said it best. I believe in being believed in. They don't even know about the God inside them. They don't know about the Christ inside of them. They don't know about the living action inside of them. The living word that they were born with, the birthright of greatness, the birthright of being able to sit down, get still, and call on the power that you came here with. So in this world where we're praying outside of ourselves for answers, instead of going within and praying from within, I don't know if prayer is even going to work anymore because everybody's scared. And when, you, when you're scared, you do dumb shit like they do in Texas where they say, well, you know, just go on and go to Big T and buy you a gun. Oh, they're selling guns on the corner. Go down there and get you one. Shit, I don't know when you're going to need it. Just go get you one. They're giving them out. We are living in real dark times. Amanda, Amanda Seals said it best in one of her last posts where she said, you know, <laughs> there's so much darkness that people who have light inside of them are just acquiescing and saying, well, shit. Let me just go on and tap into my dark side since we all being dark. We're being baited. Women are being baited. Blacks, Mexicans, Asians, people with special needs. If you ain't white... And blonde-haired and blue-eyed, or you ain't willing to get on your knees and put the penis of nationality into your mouth and suck it, you are being baited. So what you gonna do? It's so sad. This is so sad. 
It is. It is. And I'm in a whole nother country where I got a sixth grader telling me they are killing my people. They are killing my people in the name of religion. They are killing my people in the name of. When I fall on my knees, set my face to the rising sun. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Y'all, that whole thing right there. That's Islam. That's Islam. And that's a, that's a song that Christians sing. And I really, 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 really am disappointed that black Christians do not want to even debate that their original religion come, came out of Islam. It comes out of Islam. It comes out of worshiping the son, the son, the father, the Holy Spirit, the ghost. When that son comes up, we come alive. I don't care what nobody say. My skin responds to heat. My skin responds to water. My skin responds to air. My skin responds to earth. It is from the four corners that I was born and it is the four corners that I call my power from when I call on Jesus, when I connect to God, because that is the image in which I was created. So if we're going to do anything, we need to figure out how we're going to pray. Because that is where the battle is going to begin. It has already begun. We are being baited by passive white people, by aggressive white people. And by white people who consider themselves allies. And nobody feels this more than the ones who are being killed. Not the family members. The ancestors. The spirits. The angels. And we're just talking about Buffalo, New York. And Israel. We're not talking about Haiti right now. We're not talking about the Dominican Republic. We're not talking about where else? This name a place shit. The United States where white men and they black yes men are sitting around talking about reproductive rights because white women can't have babies and they want a little black baby. They want a little black baby to raise. They want a little Mexican baby to raise. They want a little Asian baby to raise. Because for whatever reasons, they can't have their own kids. And now I'm realizing, historically, we've never really studied white folk. The way they studied us. The way that they pulled us apart. The way that they pulled Jews apart in the um, concentration camps. We've never really gotten the opportunity to put them under the scope. To really think about, why is their hair so thin? We never really thought about you know what? Why is their booty flat? Why? Yet we accept Christianity. And all over here, y'all, I'm telling y'all, I've taken pictures. Wherever you see signs of Christianity, when you see a physical picture, Jesus is white. He's whiter than the Egyptians. White, white. The influence of Western culture on their identity with Jesus is 
undeniable over here. And it's weird because it's like, well, this is supposed to be Coptic. So shouldn't the Jesus at least look Egyptian? Shouldn't he at least look Egyptian? Or have the Egyptians accepted that? No, Jesus was a white man. Huh. But he was born in the motherland. Okay. Somebody make it make sense. Don't question God. What? All day, every day I do it. All day, every day. Because I'm tired of accepting and having to swallow ideas and cultures and and histories and ways of being that do not belong to me. And I'm talking about from an ancestral perspective. I cannot even sit out on my own front porch, namely because I don't have a front porch right now, but I can't even sit out on my front porch and just listen to the rain if I want to, the way my grandmama used to, because I got to be worried about some cracker coming around talking about, why are you sitting out on your porch today? Nigga, you don't run me, you don't own me. So yes, dark times call for dark measures. So what you going to do? And it took everything in me to ask Mr. Ibrahim, not to ask Mr. Ibrahim, how did he feel? Because I know not to, um, for the most part, get involved in those kind of conversations because Mr. Ibrahim, he's real. He's a real, he loves his Muslim culture. He loves his people. He, you know, he's the one who's trying to get me to convert right now. And he's a sixth grader. Miss, if you just... All you have to do is you have to sit under the water and then you have to accept Allah. It's, it's, but it's the same process as Christianity. Basically, all you're doing is accepting that this person died for your sins and now you're ready to die for, for them to forever be, forever be, you know, in place. But none of this considers the, body, the woman's body. None of this coming into a religious holy moment considers my body. And I know everybody be like, it ain't about your body. It's about Jesus Christ. His mother was Mary. Thank you very much. His father was not even considered a physical presence. Not even considered a physical presence. Come on, y'all. Anywho, I'm not going to keep y'all long. This is already at 18 minutes, and I just wanted to... um, talk about yesterday may 15th it's etched it's etched because i had to see i had to go in and look and see and i'm telling you if you go back and look at that and you see when all of them swats and whatever they were they call came in they all white people dressed like they ready for war and they just standing around looking while black people are crying in shorts and I even think I saw one girl with a, what are those things called? A, a, they're not a bag, but bonnet. Had a bonnet on her head. We ain't even close to ready. We're not even close to being ready. And I want to add that we were, we're reading Hung Wu. And I'm learning that Hung Wu, okay, so first of all, the Ming Dynasty that you learn about in school, the Ming Dynasty was in, when it came into being, it was under General Hung Wu, who used to be Chu Yang Chan. 
And it, as he got older, Hung Wu began to become paranoid and kind of lose his way. And he began to move into more of a um, I can't think of the word right now, but he began to become more of a, instead of having like a democratic way of being, he began to move into more of like a one leader kind of thing. So much so that he killed, he had his prime minister killed um, to remove the checks and balances from being, from his emperor's role. And Chu Young Chan became so, this is what's funny, when he first started out, he put school, he, he allowed anybody and everybody to get an education. But the only reason he wanted them to get an education is so that they would do what he would tell them to do from a very logical standpoint. But what he soon learned is that when you educate people, you give them the right to think on their own. And he didn't want anybody to think on their own. So as he got older and became more paranoid and put more power into his hands by killing people, he ended up killing his empire. He killed all the men around him who had these high educations, who started questioning his leadership. And at one point, there was what was called the, the Great Purge during the Ming Dynasty where he killed, literally killed his empire. Ministers, government officials, tax collectors, anybody outside of being a farmer who had an education and who could question his dogma, they were killed. They were beheaded. Or they committed suicide because they knew there was no way out. It was a total Jim Jones situation. This is the kind of shit I wish I had learned when I was in the sixth grade. Because my sixth graders are learning this. And we're having these whole conversations about Chu Young Chan <laughs> and the Ming Dynasty and his wife Ma. <laughs> but it feels like history has been repeating itself because we keep allowing these men in these power positions. Now, why do I, why am I picking on men? Because I'm also reading about Hatshepsut in, with my fifth grade, fifth grader. And Hatshepsut is so nonviolent to a point to where her own half-brother, the III, is probably about to kill her. We, I haven't read it yet, but I feel like he's been seething this whole time along with his mother, Isis, Pitting against Hatshepsut. Now, was Hatshepsut wrong? Yes, because she claimed that she was the rightful pharaoh while Tutmosis III was underage. And when he became of age, she did not hand over the throne. But she also didn't think she had to. She never saw him as a threat. She never saw, you know, she's just mind her own business. And instead of him saying, hey, big sis. It's time for me you to like relinquish this. He's doing all of this passive aggressive shit until he gets so mad that he starts actually planning against her, plotting against her. And that's where we are in the story now. Where he's telling her, oh, the Nubians, man, I've been hearing that they, they trying to, you know, mount up and they coming for you. Now, mind you, the Nubians are the, are the, the darker colored people in Egypt. Original <laughs> man. 
And even then, she's like, well, tell you what, I'm just going to go over there and we're going to do a trade out. You know, I'll take them some shit. They'll give me some shit. And the people will see that we can have riches, gold and happiness without war. We can have all the things that you're promising them to most without war. We don't have to go over there and attack them to prove we got a dick. Oh, no, no, no. Let me say that. We don't have to go over there and fuck them to prove we got a dick. But that's what men think, y'all. They think in terms of war and fighting and, and violence and bloodshed. And all of this is, is, is violence. Your religion is a bloody science. It's a blood-filled science. So you can't keep praying and not expect to at some time find yourself bleeding on the ground. You can't. There's no way, no how. So this is a this is a spiritual um, moment that we're in. Dark times call for high spiritual nature. It calls for you to let go of everything you thought you knew and become something new. You got to be reborn. And I pray for these children because they ready. Y'all should have saw Mr. Ibrahim. He was like smiling. He was like, they're killing my people, miss. He was like, I'm on edge right now. I, I just want to break their necks. I could tell. I could tell. And he's trying to mount up at a very early age. He's trying to mount up. He's trying to see how many people are on his side. Do you like Israel, miss? Do you like Israel? Because I knew he was about to say, you're my enemy. If I said, oh, yeah, Israel, that's God. That's that's Jesus. But I know America will help Israel before they help Palestine. I know that much. Let me say that again. I know America will help Israel before they help Palestine. All right, we have 25. And uh, I am also preparing a one-woman show. I'm in the process of getting a one-woman show together called One Year in Egypt. And I hope you are preparing yourself to support it. It will probably be August of 2023. I'm going to go ahead and put it out there now. While I'm clear, clean, sober, and feeling like I can walk on water. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put it out there. But yeah, we got it's coming. It's coming whether you want it to or not. And really, this whole like purge of, of death, people dying of COVID, people just dying, people committing suicide. That's the real mount up. Because this is going to be a spiritual battle. It already is. It has been. And people on earth are going to be asking you to pick sides when all God is going to want you to do is give your time, talents, and tents to the cause. You don't have to pick a side. You know right from wrong. You know darkness from light. You know good from bad. You know justice from injustice. You know right from wrong. Period. Period. You were born free into this world, and it is free that you will go. I don't care what jail cell you in. You will enter into the kingdom as a free spirit. You don't have to mount up for or against because somebody told you to. You know what to do. And everybody... 
Everybody on this planet is allowed the freedom to say what they want. They are allowed the freedom to do what they want. The problem is our justice system. Because people who are doing wrong are right now being treated as if they're doing right. And you don't get to walk up in a grocery store and kill 10 people. And then be carried motherfucking out like a hero in Buffalo, New York. All this mental illness is going to stop. So if you won't smoke, light a cigarette. Don't go into no place killing people. Because this holy smoke that's about to come down, it's not what you was expecting. It's not what you're expecting. And this is a message for evil. This is a message for um, privilege. This is a message for lack of democracy. This is a message for insolence. This is a message for complacency. All over the world, you seem to think that you own it to a point where now you want to go on the moon and you want to own the moon. But that's some smoke you don't want either. You have come here in the name of evil. You have come here in the name of disenfranchisement. You have come here in the name of hate. And you will not be tolerated. You can burn down every church on this planet. You can burn down, go ahead, burn down every church on this planet. Burn it down. Burn down the mosques. Burn, burn, burn them all down and deal with the people. Lay down your weapons and deal with the people. Lay down your weapons and deal with the people. And see how fast you get up out of here. Be good, be good, be good, be God. Peace.